right, we are here with uh, our brother Harold Channer, and uh, so glad to have you with us. Um, Thank you. Really appreciate just who you are, um, Thanks, and, and just your appreciate family, how you've built your family, and how much mm. you've served the church. It's really been mm. incredible ever since I got here, you know, three and a half years ago. Mm. Um, and uh, so, for those of you who don't know, this is Harold Channer, and he is a longtime, you know, member of North River Church, and also an elder mm. here. Um, recently appointed, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is cool. And yeah, we wanted to just take this opportunity to kind of get to know you a little bit um, and also just kind of talk about some just spiritual topics for mm. people to be able to, you know, learn from you a little bit and mm. be encouraged. So yeah, if you could just start off and just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, who's in your family, how long you've been part of North River, um, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, uh, my family, uh, oh, well, actually where I'm from, uh, is, uh, I was born in Paddington, England. Um, and, uh, my family was my, both my parents, uh, moved over there, uh, to do school. My dad actually attended college in, in, in England and my mom, her dad actually was, uh, a part of MGM studios doing lighting for oh, the wow. movies. So they met in a kind of a small community over there mm-hmm. in London. And, you know, years later, my sister and I were born. And so at that point, um, we, uh, moved, uh, I would say maybe a couple of years in, we were in Paddington and then we moved to Jamaica, West Indies. Gotcha. So, um, that was my kind of, a where I was born, uh, family, uh, my, my, I'm married to, uh, Jerry Channer. Uh, you know, you guys don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, we've been married, uh, 24 years, uh, next year will be 25. So that quarter of a century, uh, going mm-hmm. there. Uh, we have two sons, uh, AJ is our older son. He's 18, uh, attending, uh, Georgia state university pre-med student. Um, our younger son, Aaron Channer, uh, he's an 11th grader at, uh, local high school. And uh, it's just been it's been very encouraging to see them both grow and develop. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it's been really cool. And he's he's after the uh, the technology end of things, like his like his dad. So I'm you know very cool. just connecting with him it's through that stuff. These days, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Healthcare and technology is not too bad. So mm-hmm. it'll be good. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And and how long have you been part of North River here? been 10 plus years mm-hmm. um you know it's it's just watching the transition so it's been it's been really cool seeing the growth at mm-hmm. north river and uh you know just being a part of that that whole right. development process and um i was actually deacon of family groups uh years back and just really being connected with the family group leaders and uh being able to see that development and where it is t- today uh, now with communities and um, just watching that growth and also seeing just a, a large, you know, growth of folks coming into the fellowship. Yeah. So it's been it's been great. No doubt. Yeah. That's the awesome. time I've been here. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, can you tell us a little bit just about how you became a Christian, how you came to follow Jesus and a little bit about that story? Yeah. Yeah. So um, after high school, so I grew up in uh, so moved around a lot, as you could probably tell from my, you know, starting the conversation. Right. Uh, from so from England to Jamaica West Indies for eight, for eight years and then we moved to uh, South Florida so I lived in South Florida uh, for about uh, ten years uh, went to high school in South Florida and after high school decided to move to New York uh, my parents actually divorced when uh, I was about five years old mm-hmm. and my mom kind of tried to build a plan for us uh, my sister and I 
and my dad moved to New York City. So after high school, I wanted to kind of get to know him, you know, mm-hmm. so moved mm-hmm. to New York City to get to know him and God had other plans. So yeah. right. <laughs> uh, through that, uh, our deeper plans, you know, it was great to connect with him and, and I'll kind of touch on that in a little bit. But um, it was uh, my just before my uh, freshman year in college, I uh, was a high school friend that um you know, reached out to me, didn't know, how, you know, how she was able to get my number, but she reached out to me and, oh, wow. and she said, uh, you know, I'm going to this church. I moved up here and I'm going to this great church. I would love for you to come out. And it was a midweek and, uh, came out to the midweek and just saw the, the genuineness of the fellowship mm-hmm. and, uh, grew up kind of a somewhat of a religious background, but not mm-hmm. necessarily from kind of poke my foot in the, in the water a little bit in a sense of just religion, but yeah, I, I sensed the genuineness mm-hmm. and I wanted to learn more. Yeah. And, uh, it was quite interesting. Um, now living with my, my dad at the time for, for some time and, uh, you know, um, uh, getting connected there and, 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 and then, um, you know, becoming a part of the, the, the church, start studying the Bible became a disciple just before uh, my freshman year started. So I was right. studying the Bible with, and that's why family groups is such a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. It was a mixture of, you know, single brothers, uh, some married brothers, and a couple campus brothers were in my studies. Mm-hmm. And that, that really diverse group of, of brothers uh, was just very impactful to me, just hearing their perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, just moving to New York City was a little bit, you know, interesting, getting around town to connect with them, but mm-hmm. it was it was good for my, my heart. I know just before I became a disciple, I prayed, you know, I prayed. I was like, you know, I came, I I moved up here for a reason. God, Mm -hmm. that was my, you know, there had to be a reason why I'm here. And uh, God made it crystal clear the reason why I was there. Mm -hmm. And so it definitely allowed me to build a great relationship with my dad before he passed um, about about eight years ago. And, um, you know, just being able to connect and mm-hmm. build build with strong relationships with the various brothers and sisters and build character and it was just it was just great for me yeah to be up there oh that's amazing yeah. and when you kind of think about when you were introduced to the message of the gospel mm-hmm. you know what i mean for yeah. the first time like was there like one particular thing that stands out in your mind you know or a few things that just really like put you over to the over the edge and say like I'm all in for Jesus. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was definitely the Matthew 13s, right? The, you know, looking at um, the merchant and just having that mm-hmm. running after that pearl and just mm-hmm. that heart of running after something. Because I've I've kind of always been a, a type of individual that always need to have a purpose. In high school, I was part of ROTC program, got mm-hmm. probably one of the highest ranks in ROTC. Oh, wow. And so I always had a purposeful, had to have, you know, I can just kind of aimlessly run around. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw that, the, the focus of Jesus and just the, the heart of Jesus and that, that purposeful living that Jesus expects mm-hmm. uh, from his people and just being connected, I was, I just bought into it, yeah. you know, just that, that heart of running after that pearl, mm. seeking and and, 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 and getting deeper into God's word and being connected with Jesus and just the way that he, he just loved people and yeah. the way that he connected. So no doubt. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that. And, um, you know, in terms of like your role as elder mm-hmm. at North river, yeah. like, 
I know you're just kind of coming into it, but yeah. what has that been like? You know, just kind of thinking about, you know, this, this challenge that you have like before God, yeah. right. To, yeah. to be like a shepherd, mm. you know, for the yeah. flock. Yeah. So what's that been like so far? It's, it's been, as you said, it's, you know, really embracing the challenge. I've been reading a series of books just to really uh, get a better understanding and the depth mm-hmm. of what that means. Um, yeah. the, the, re- the relationship, the responsibility, what God expects of me. Um, as I mentioned before, being a deacon of family groups, you know, just really being around the fellowship, being a, that shepherd uh, mm-hmm. heart that God expected from me kind of transitioned into now more of a, I would say, a wider scope, right, of mm-hmm. um, responsibility. Um, it's, it's been fun. I'm also part of the board as well here at North River. And, um, you know, uh, I support more of the operational, physical operational stuff. So my background, yeah. I'm, I'm a communications engineer uh, for what I do for work. And, it, you know, it, it was more of the physical security is where I was helping uh, here at North River to mm-hmm. help with the, uh, the physical security policies. Okay. And so, you know, kind of helping working through that. I think with COVID, things from a physical security mm-hmm. standpoint is yeah. here nor there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, but it's been, it's, you know, it's um, finding other ways to serve uh, on the board uh, from a uh, operational standpoint is, is, you know, still finding my, my immediate niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, an elder standpoint, it's definitely been a lot of fun. We're working through uh, some policies right now, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been fun, trying to you know, develop the policies with some other brothers and sisters and right. really praying and digging deep and really understanding what, what God's plan, you know, what he has for North River. Mm-hmm. And how we can really develop that for the next generation. So it's yeah. been it's been really encouraging, really inspiring, and you know mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm yeah, super no, that's excited. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's so important to to have people like you, you know, who are God focused and you know have years of experience to help guide the process as we mm-hmm. look towards the future. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because uh, yeah, as we know from this year, you never know what the future holds. Yeah. <laughs> Great point. Yeah. You know, and You're spot so on, yeah. it, it definitely, it's reassuring to me to know that like we have people like you and, and the other elders and, yeah. and a lot of people, Yes. you know, really, you know, prayerfully figuring out like what is, like you said, what's God's plan, yeah. you know, for North River. And right. so that's awesome. And one of the things I, I dare say is, is most exciting and equally exciting, you know, really understanding the history of North River, but also, you know, developing the next generation. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. I know for work, that's what I do. Um, there are junior engineers that come in through different feeder programs at local mm-hmm. universities. I pull them all in, you know, connect with them and be able to help develop them to really find their passion. Yeah. within uh within the industry and so um that's been fun and knowing that that's what we're doing we're developing now to do that here yeah. um you know collaborating with the you know 30 plus 40 plus mm-hmm. to really get their you know understand their vision what they see north river what the next generation of north river looks like it's, yeah. it's really exciting for sure i mean it's like if we don't raise up the next generation if we don't pass on our faith, our convictions, then right, it ends with us. Exactly. You know, exactly. and I know God has amazing yeah. things in store. So yeah. and that's so encouraging. Yeah. And, you know, what is, um, I wanted to ask, what's something that you feel like God's spirit, like through his word, through yeah. your, your, you know, times with, with God in prayer, through your own experience, like 
what's something God's been putting on your heart lately? You yeah. know, something that you've been learning or something that's just been kind of burning, you know, yeah. within you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I dare say it's, it's the intimacy with God. Um, it's to having a, a, a more of a, um, being more um, connected with God in a more precious, more sacred kind of a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really diving deeper into that, you know, looking at, you know, scriptures like um, Psalms um, 111, just really talking about, you know, the, the importance of wisdom, right? Mm. Um, you know, uh, Proverbs 4 that talks about get wisdom and just really mm-hmm. digging deeper in that that sense of and how am I going to get that wisdom is by digging deeper into God's word mm-hmm. and really having great relationships, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mentor relationships. And so, you know, now it's I feel like with this, you know, COVID and all these things that we're going through, it's up close and personal. Mm-hmm. You know, we're even having this time where we're, you know, it's kind of a one on one, you know, where we're talking through Zoom or various yep. other collaboration tools. It's one on one. And so I think that, you know, also, you know, less being out in public around the crowds. And it's now it's in, it's inspiring me to draw deeper that when I do share, when I do speak, you know, even within the household, mm-hmm. you know, we're connecting as a family. It's important to dig deeper so that when we're around each other, the conversations are rich right. with the spirit, rich with mm. just mercy and grace mm-hmm. because of digging deeper, you know, in our mm. own personal walk. So yeah. I know for me, that's, that's very, very important. Or, you know, it's been near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. And um, in terms of digging deeper, like, is there kind of like something you could give, you know, people listening, just kind of a tip or something as to yeah. like, okay, practically speaking, you know, this helps me get deeper. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I've been blessed to be around, um, some great, uh, men and women, or I would say family members, um, especially, uh, I would say older, um, aunts mm. and, 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 uh, different family members of, uh, when growing up. And I remember, um, at times when my parents were, you know, going through different things, they would allow us to spend time with uh, um, family in the country uh, mm. uh, uh, of Jamaica West Indies. Mm. And I remember uh, my grand aunt, you know, I, tend, I talk about her a lot. Um, mm. Amazing woman when it comes to prayer, deep, mm. deep prayer. She would take my sister and I on prayer walks. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there were times that we would walk with her. She's holding our hand and she has like a basin on the top of her head and mm-hmm. carrying water and just singing and praying to God. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm confused as a little kid, just watching all of this and, yeah. you know, understanding exactly what's going on with my parents as well. But, you know, just prayer has been such a powerful tool um, mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, even before I, I you know, um, getting to my Bible, making sure that I'm, I'm praying deeply to really back to the point of intimacy, connecting with God mm-hmm. through prayer. And yeah. so... Um, I'm grateful, like I said, right. to have those type of relationships very early mm-hmm. of examples of, you know, people that prayed really deeply and mm-hmm. um, were genuine through their prayer and and uh, hopeful and faithful through prayer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, another person I think about is my mom, you know, amazing woman. Um, yeah. 
you know, after I became a, a Christian, uh, I would say uh, maybe four or five years later, she became a Christian. Mm. And, um, you know, I was in New York City. She's in South Florida. Wow. My, you know, new, new wife and I, we went down, baptized her and so cool. head on back to work Monday morning. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but um, just and, and I think, you know, after her baptism, you know, our her prayer was just so mm-hmm. much more enhanced. So I know for me. It was really learning from from those uh, those particular women in my life. Yeah, I think that's so important. You know what you said because I think sometimes we come to this area of our life and we're kind of like, "What do I do?" Like I feel stuck. I don't know how to connect yeah. with God. He's invisible. Yeah. I'm distracted. There's all these kinds of things, and we forget oftentimes the people that God has put in our lives yeah. that we can follow their example. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, people who, who've connected, I mean, that's, that's been God's plan from the beginning, that, that kind of mentor mentee relationship, yes. a teacher, a parent, you know, so many different, you know, family members and, and just people who have been around us and kind of shown us the way yeah. to draw on those experiences, yeah. you know, I think is so awesome. Yeah. Um, and then the last question I wanted to ask you, just based on kind of like, you know, where we're at mm-hmm. in, in today's world, yeah. There's been a lot of racial strife, tragedy, uh, a lot of economic, you know, inequity. There's a lot of political division. Um, I mean, just to name a few, right? There's so many things going on. You know, how, how have you responded, even just in your own mind and heart and your yeah. actions? Yeah. Um, what do you think, you know, is the best way for a follower of Jesus, you know, to mm. respond based on this reality we're living in yeah it's loaded loaded it's question. a lot there <laughs> loaded question but you know I, I i dare say it's a it's a it's a meaningful question and it it is a question that has to be asked mm-hmm. and i think we need to ask it a lot more yeah um let me step back a little bit i i uh i've always been one with my sons that um you know when there are civil unrest various things going on in the media Mm-hmm. I tend to either record it and mm-hmm. age appropriately, you know, have a conversation with them, yeah. you know, get their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because uh, there's been a time, you know, when when the boys were younger and like I said, they're teenagers now. But, you know, there there's this distinction between, you know, especially a, a man of color when mm-hmm. it comes from, you know, um, at one point you are cute, you know, as a little kid, you know, walking around, jumping around, it's all great. But when, when does that change come from being cute to now you are somewhat of a, you know, public enemy number one Hmm. in today's society. And so, you know, just not to say growing up, having that victim mentality, but making sure that, uh, through my devos with them, really digging back to Jesus. You know, mm. Jesus was marginalized. Jesus was treated uh, uh, different within his, his own town. You know, mm. he was kicked out. And, and so there was just mm. different things that um, how Jesus was treated. Right. And so my conversations with them was always brought back to Jesus. Mm. Um, now, you know, with all the riots, all the things that, you know, within the household standpoint, you know, I made a point to say, let's back to prayer. Right. Mm-hmm. Back to connecting, back to making sure that we are in touch. I know for me, I've reached out to different brothers and sisters of all races. Right. Mm-hmm. To get their connection. I think to your initial question, mm-hmm. it's vitally important 
for us Christians to get this on straight. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for years, sometimes as Christians, we've got to be careful back to mentor relationships, because to me, those are relationships that are very intimate. Right. Mm -hmm. People get to know you. They get to know you, you know, financially. They get to know all these things because you're getting direction from them. Yep. And I remember a great brother shared at service one uh, uh, months back that, you know, those intimate relationships, if they all simply look like someone like you, hmm, how are you really building true connection with the full body? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's. I've seen that across the board. And I know for me, it's been very intentional that my wife and I, you know, every we've been through three ministries from New York to we lived in Tampa for some years and then we moved to uh, uh, um, here to Georgia. Um, you know, we've always been looking for relationships that are very diverse in nature. Yeah. And I think the nonverbals speak as well, even to my children, you're right. You know, mm-hmm. as we're growing them in the kingdom, helping them to see the kingdom, it's seeing those relationships that don't necessarily look like mom and dad that we're connecting with, mm-hmm. that they see those relationships that, wow, I can get direction from someone that doesn't necessarily look like me. And so yeah. my encouragement to the brothers, you know, sisters within our movement is let's you know, we can really tell how we are uh, moving in this kind of um, mm-hmm. social climate right. by our relationships. That's right. And if we are not, if we are, you know, not having those type of relationships that are built on uh, kind of the, you know, the, the, the full view of what God sees, the, the, I, I call it the garden, right? The different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have to really check ourselves and right. say, are we only willing to learn from someone that looks like me? Yeah. And, you know, and then it goes right into my heart is sad that we are looking to the world for direction. Mm-hmm. The world is, is reacting and we are responding, but I think we need to lead the way. Yeah. You know, as Christians, we should be leading the way. We should be okay. the ones, um, uh, not necessarily, you know, this, this, compare and contrast to what the world is doing, mm-hmm. but within our families, Absolutely, you know, yeah. making sure that we're connecting with families that don't necessarily look like us. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, we're moving away from the, um, uh, being more, uh, I would say, um, toleration mm-hmm. and more into the acceptance. Hmm. And I think that's a missing depth yeah. in our movement as hmm. Christians. So I think right. Christians have a responsibility to be more uh, accepting mm-hmm. of other Christians and yeah. really understand their pain. And I'm so right. grateful for, you know, the diversity training and so forth that we're doing in church, being, bringing more awareness to this. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, not a, it's not a one size fits all. It's not a silver bullet to figure this thing out. It's working together right. in kind of a, you know, organic yeah. fashion through, through the spirit. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I really appreciate that. Yeah, just bringing it back to to the relationships, bringing yeah. it back to the love. You know, right? yeah. I mean, like you said, bringing it back to Jesus. Yeah. Right? If we're gonna, you know, claim to be followers with Him, we, we got to follow His example and, and how He reached out across yes. all kinds of you know yes. barriers and, and division yeah. And, yeah. and strife and pain. I mean, there was so much, uh, but man, He had a way, yeah. you know, with His love. And so I, I really yeah. appreciate that. 
And uh, I also just want to say again how much I appreciate you and just your example and how you are helping to lead, you know, uh, people in this church through through your example, through your love, through your guidance, um, you know, with with God at the center, mm-hmm. you know, of all of it. So thanks so much, Harold, for joining us and uh, and keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it. And I, I feel like North River is in really good hands. Um, so appreciate it. I'm honored. I'm honored.